T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Leather clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Obviously, we know more snow on the way Thursday in the Friday morning, and then the temperatures really start to dive. And it's funny seeing reports out of Miami as the Dolphins come into KC Saturday night. And one of the beat reporters for the Dolphins was talking to Mike McDaniel, and they're, of course, in Miami. They're actually practicing indoors. And that's because there's no way to simulate cold weather. Well, the AC in their indoor practice facility gets down to 50 degrees. Even Mike McDaniel said, quote, that's kind of insulting to the weather over in Kansas City. Uh, they can't simulate 50 degrees. Like, that'd be a little chilly if it was in here, in our room doing the show. 50 degrees, it's going to be 50 degrees colder and feel 70 degrees colder than that. Yeah, not, not quite. <laughs> like, Almost there. Honestly, <laughs> at that point, why even do it? You know, for as much as these teams are willing, and this is always one of those things that kind of is funny to me. For all these teams that are willing to, like, we're just going to stay in L.A. for two weeks during the regular season, and we're going to go to Germany the whole week and just practice there so we can, like, get used to it. McDaniel did that with his team. Yeah. In this case, why the hell wouldn't you find a practice field in Kansas City and just put your ass outside for five gonna, days? They're not gonna, in the middle of the playoffs, though, they're not going to Why not? do that. Why not? You're not going to get used to this weather practicing and, like, cranking down the A.C. in Miami. Do they not have like a snow creek in Miami? No, you know, Cody, they do not. Like, it turns out, no, Cody, they, like, they couldn't no. even, until this last week or two, they couldn't even do the fake snow at Snow Creek in Weston until like two weeks ago because we had a mild December. Yeah. So, yeah, no, the answer to your question, no. You can go to Disney World in Orlando and go to Blizzard Creek or whatever the heck they have at Disney World. Yeah. Or I think there's something like that. That's, that's as close to the snow you can get. They ought to just like. Every player has like homework assignment. All right, we're done with meetings. And then everyone has to go to the local Applebee's and go stand in their deep freezer for like That's 15, 20 minutes. No need. jackets. You got to go sit in the deep freeze for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, that's your homework assignment when we're done. And then we'll move yeah. on to the next. I'm sure they got the, the uh, cryotherapy, you know, where it gets to yeah. insanely Some, low temperatures. Something. Yeah. Everyone's got to hit the ice, the cold tub a couple more times this week for sure. Yeah, no hot showers allowed in, in Miami whatsoever this week. Text line's asking about the cold, by the way, from the 314. How did the power shuffle work, or is oh, it yeah. a garage sale item? Happy to report back. Worked great. Okay. No complaints. The battery lasted, I'd say, about 85% of the job. Now, did you have to fu- did you fully charge it? I fully charged it, and then it lasted How about 85% of the job. You have to remember that, one, it was kind of thicker, right? So it's kind of a heavier snow, so it takes yeah. a little extra work to blow it away. And... That sidewalk is really yeah. long. It's way yeah. more of the work than the driveway itself. And then the plow came down the street today, 
and put all the snow back on part of the sidewalk. <laughs> and I, I was so mad. What was I even doing? Why did I even shovel it? If you're going to just put snow yeah. right back. I was uh. so upset with the plot. I didn't okay, see it. Okay, so the, the power, power shovel, shovel or fine. the snow thrower, whatever you want to call it, worked. Okay. Yeah, I, I did end up going over my parents after the show. And shoveled? And it was actually the snow. Like it, wasn't, it was a pretty easy snow to move, honestly. Now, I decided, though, I had a conversation after. And they were very grateful that I went over and did it. And they're like, we were talking more. And I'm like, you know, I actually brought you up. I said, yeah, I think Cody bought this power shovel. And they're like, huh, we should. And I go, look, over the next 20 plus years, I'm probably going to be the one that's going to have to come over and shovel your driveway. So if you don't mind. So they, I, got, I talked them into it. So they, 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 oh, they, nice. inve- they invested in a power shovel. Uh, and, and now I will have that when I go over there, which is perfect. Just leave it there. You probably have to go over there Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It looks well. It looks like it. Yeah. Another two to four inches of snow coming our way, depending on where you live in town. So, yeah. And uh, there's different brands. Like, we'll see. We, there, there's some. This I, was a little need, smaller. I could have gotten yeah, like a bigger I don't need one. A but... heavy duty snow blower, a, a snow thrower or whatever, and power shovel is perfect. They have a driveway and some steps. That's all we need. And because the text line said, I'm not supposed to put it in the street, I didn't. I always blew it towards the yard. Per their request. The text line very specifically well, told me not you have a history. to blow it into the street. Well, it's a little bit hard because when the wind really started to kick up, you had to like change directions a couple of times. Because otherwise you just blow it right back in your face. Yeah, so there's good. nothing you can do about that. That's going to happen depending on the power of the, the snow thrower. And a decent power. Honestly, this one was pretty good for 100 bucks. It did the That's job. That's not bad. No. Okay. This right. was like a relatively cheap one. It did the job well. Uh, we'll get to the trash of the day in about 15 minutes or so, though. We Before the show, we were taking a look, though, at where – you know, Patrick Mahomes is at and the weapons that he has. We've talked plenty all year about the offensive weapons. And I think at one point we even brought up like, man, how many other teams would would you switch weapons with? Well, now that it's the playoffs of these playoff teams, how many teams would you swap wide receivers, running backs, tight ends with? I think that this is actually a really nice testament to Mahomes season a little bit and what he's been working with, because I think the answer is. Maybe two. And, and by the way, end of list. Um, I, I think it's maybe two. Like, let's get the ones out of the way that you know that if I just said straight up, and I'm being all skill position, let's include Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey in this. If you took all of their offensive weapons and you said, I'll let you straight up swap with anyone in the postseason field, would you trade places? The only two I think that you would consider are the Houston Texans, Partially, that's because Tank Dell's out now. Sure, sure. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is not 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, Bucks. Anybody want to take the Bucks? Anybody want Mike Evans? Because it's well, like one big star, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, man. Yeah, I know. I can't. And, and Rashad White's pretty good. Uh-huh. So it, yeah. I think the Texans, right? Nico Collins is having a hell of a year for the Texans. He's got one year left on the deal after this. But, you know, and Dalton. They're tight end. Dalton Schultz has actually had a good year. Like, that's a tricky thing. And that's where you speak, you know, you back up a little bit and you look at Patrick Mahomes and what he's been able to do still, you know, and. and Because, again, it's not the Rams. It's not. Is it the Packers? Would you take him over the Packers? I don't think you would anymore because Christian Watson is running backs are all hurt. I might have rather Pacheco than the running backs. So I love Pacheco, but they got two of them. You know, they got A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Both are healthy right this second. And Christian Watson's back from the hammy. And we all have seen Jaden Reed come on and turn out he's going to be like a yeah, very popular very fantasy football player next year. He helps some people this year on the waiver wire. Even like he, he's going to be a big time, I think, receiver long term for the for the Packers. Well, yeah, I mean, the Texans is the one where you would you would think about it. Are you sure the Steelers, too? I mean, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, 
both of those running backs. I think, okay, so Kelsey's definitely better than Fryerman. Correct, yes. And, like, they have talented wide receivers in Deontay Johnson and Pickens, but they're so flawed. They're so deeply flawed. Like, one has drop problems, one has teammate problems. Like, I think I'd still take the Chiefs. Like, if they just made me choose between the two, I understand why somebody might make the argument for the other side, but I'm also not a big believer in Najee. I think Jalen Warren's the better back out of those two. I think Najee's just like, he's good for three and a half yards of carry, and then we all just move on with our lives. Browns, maybe. And Joku's really good. Obviously, Ooh, Amari, Amari, Cooper? Cooper, Amari Cooper's really good. But outside of that, I mean, they have, they have David Bell, uh, who's, I mean, David Bell's been a, a guy that they've thrown to on a regular basis. They don't have anybody. And Chubb's out. I mean, but they have Jerome Ford. It's concerning. Uh, it, I'll, I'll be honest. It is. It should be probably concerning to us that we have to think this hard about it. Like Elijah Moore yeah, would have been the, the second leading receiver. I'm not, I'm in this not team. that concerned about it because it's been the story all year. Sure. We, we know the key for the Chiefs to win playoff games. They're going to have to lean on their defense. That's the best, if not the second best, in football. And you still have Patrick Mahomes. You probably are going to need a little Mahomes magic. Not necessarily this Saturday. I don't believe, but going forward, you're going to need some of that Mahomes magic if you're going to beat the Bills or the Ravens. And Travis Kelsey. Let's see if he's fresh and healthy. I think he's going to be. Uh, that that day off might turn out to be a huge, huge thing if this team goes on a run, if they go on a run, uh, of course. And I think against the Dolphins, I know Mahomes was talking to CDOT yesterday and mentioned he thinks they're going to have to hit one of these big plays down the field to win. He may not be wrong. I, I actually think it's the Dolphins. If they, if you know, it's the same story, right? The defense plays great. And if they avoid mistakes, I don't think they have to have like a 60-yard touchdown or no. a 60-yard pass completion to win against the Dolphins. I don't. They not, didn't the last the, time. They the haven't had of, any of those this year. It's also had not the style of what I think the game's going to be because of the weather. Uh, this weather could not fit better for the Chiefs. Not even just talking about their opponent, the Dolphins. But what this offense is this year and what their defense is. Does it, like, does, it, it can't fit them any better. I actually kind of liked what Ross Tucker had to say um, where at the very least, like, you know, sometimes when you're like, Hey, what are the signs that it's actually still going to work out for a team? Cause this is what happened with like other blessed franchises, right? Where things just go great for you and everything in between, which is like, God, of course your offense is just no good, but it just so happens to perfectly align where you have the best defense in the NFL, the best defense that the chiefs have had in, a decade more, right? In a really, really, really long time. You're like, boy, that is convenient timing. How nice of that to line up so well. The, you know, like, and this is where I wish the Chiefs had maybe gone to the draft a couple of times for wide receiver because this has been an incredible rookie receiving year. Not, not just setting Puka Nakua aside, who obviously set the record this year. <laughs> Nobody, I mean, that, um, that one's just insane. And Rasheed Rice, who, by the way, finished second amongst all rookies in receiving this year. But Addison and even like Laporta and Zay Flowers, and you mentioned Reed. I mean, it has been a, in Tank Dell, it has been a really big year for rookie receiving numbers and how many guys have been just immediately impactful. I just, it, it's scary that if I start choosing the other teams to trade with, I wouldn't trade with hardly anybody. And especially in the AFC, be almost nobody. But also, like, if you made me trade defenses, would I trade defenses with any of these teams? The only one you'd probably consider is the Browns, and I still wouldn't take it just because I'm comfortable with what they have here. Yeah, as we started the show, talking about locking down number one receivers and, and Tyreek Hill obviously fits that bill. I mean, they've done that consistently, not just once or twice. They've done it eight different times this year. Legit stud number one receivers have been, you know, really shut down by Legereus Sneed and company. We were the, the theme though, for the weekend a little bit. It, yes. Tyree kill coming back to Kansas city and 
not you, just you, him, but it's not just him. Yeah. I mean, I already, when we were talking with Ross <laughs> mentioning Stafford going back to Detroit uh, and golf, taking on his team as well. I mean, you keep going, man. Mike McCarthy on the head coaching level. Now he's played, he's coached against the Packers before. It's not the not first the time, but not in the postseason. but it's not the first time he's coached against the Packers. You got that going on, which adds to, this is what, I mean, divisional round weekend is probably the best NFL weekend of the year. So that's next weekend. I know we can debate wild card expansion. Super wild card weekend. These matchups are great. With the exception of the Steelers and Bills, tell me one matchup where you're like, there's a chance here for something really special, like where either team could win. Like it, the exception is that that Steelers Bills game. Other than that, you it wouldn't stun me if 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 you see an upset no. anywhere else. No, not a single area. And how could it? I mean, based on that, I just thought that the, it just seemed like every and by the way, this might be the theme of the entire playoffs, depending on which way the seeding be, goes. Yeah. Because it seems like it's just everyone against their ex and ugly ex. Like, it, things are different depending on, like, sometimes teams leave. But Tyreek versus the Chiefs right at the top of the list. This would be only the second time he's faced him since he left. This would be the first time in the playoffs and his return to Arrowhead. You mentioned Matt Stafford, who shouldn't feel like an ex. He wanted to leave. This was one of those uh, rare cases, gold, in a relationship where it's a mutual breakup situation, right? They were good to move on. He was good to move on. But they kicked golf to the curb. And now he gets to go take on his old team who just said, told him to kick rocks. And McCarthy did a nice job for the Packers and they still fired his ass. And his current team is still thinking about whether or not there's they're a not future. I don't McCarthy. think they're firing. He just won either. the NFC East. They're the two seed. They've won 12 games three years in a row. But I like the idea him, that yeah. everyone is going against their old squad and yeah. not just like low tier guys. Because look, I get how the NFL works. There's probably some guy in the Chiefs who used to play for Miami like a million years ago. Like, I'm also I'm not bringing up Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, who also used to play for the Chiefs, are coming here in Miami. In the bunch and Agra, <laughs> because that's not the kind of uh, theme I'm talking about no, here. The Tyree Kill one, big matches, Tyree big Kill's the first time back, and he's you know we know he likes to talk, uh, and and so there's all of that that adds to it. You know, if he was just a quiet player, it also wouldn't be the same. Like it, you know, he, he likes to talk a little bit, so that's what adds to this. He's on been Saturday. a little bit quieter this week so far. Yeah. Where's the podcast? I don't know. The The morning show was joking. Uh, they got a text. Someone said maybe the podcast room was in the fire. At oh, the house. no. I, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, it could be. They've they already repaired some of the damage there? No way. Dude, the fire was last week. You think they already fixed the house? It's good to well, go. Not the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, they probably had the, uh, what is it, Serve Pro or these disaster restoration company maybe come in and clean things up a I little bit. I think it's bit. also a little bit different when you're super wealthy. I think your house gets fixed a little bit you faster. You think they already completely re- I mean, we don't know how bad the damage was, but no. you think that let, let's say the entire, you know, room got destroyed and burned. You think they already cleaned it up, put up new, you know, insulation, wall, drywall, painted it, well, all could have done some of that. In a week, insurance still applies here. You think the insurance company's working faster for Tyreek Hill? Yeah. I don't. I think I they're think slow. He could just I think it. they're slow. I also think he could just foot it and wait for wait. the insurance paycheck later. Know. Man makes $30 million a year. He could probably you still. You don't the, think rich people still want to put in an insurance claim and oh, not have to pay for something? I'm sure that they want to, yeah. <laughs> How's that or work? They have somebody else do it for them. God, when how does what work? I was just curious, like, on insurance. I don't know how it would work if, like, your kid started the fire. Do you still, is it still covered? It's still homeowner's insurance. You know. It's just not, you know, it's, it's not like you committed arson. Yeah. It's you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's homeowner's insurance. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't burn your own house down. 
Someone says, I bet he doesn't have state farm insurance because of Mahomes. Dude, I don't think he would choose his insurance company. That's funny. I like that text. Based on Mahomes. Yeah. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. I'm following you on that one. I got you. Yeah. I I am excited for this entire weekend. He left the team, and then he's like, no, I'm a progressive guy now. (laughs) Start doing commercials with slow. Uh, no. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's find out. Let's let's ask. Of Tyreek, let's get somebody to ask Tyreek. Uh, Thinking of Tyreek, there is an update. Mike McDaniel was asked about the quad injury, which is the the current injury for Tyreek. He said, "Quote: You want to talk about a tough football player? I had no idea about any quad until there was an injury report. Really, so he wasn't even leading on that anything was going on. Whatever. But anyway, Tyreek Hill's playing on Saturday. I don't think really nobody's questioning that. No, we uh, can talk more about his return here in just a minute. I just like the idea that." All these teams go against it. Let's talk just for a second about what you mentioned to Ross. Why would you want to ruin the like specifically the Lions? It's, it's like you don't it's understand that until them, like Michigan, the state was going through kind of a rough go. Well, look, they just got the national champion. I said was going through a rough go. Yeah, uh-huh. they hadn't had a national championship in twenty six years. Mm-hmm. They haven't had a playoff win since two thousand and one. I think part of what gets me is this was the Chiefs six years ago. Mm-hmm. They had a playoff they win have in 20 a, they years. They have a former quarterback coming to their building, though. That's I know. a fun storyline. That's what it is for but me. beating the former guy, that's wouldn't that fun. feel good? But that's what's fun. Like, there has to he be already good. got the revenge on the lines. He won the Super Bowl. But no, I, I, I think it's – we would agree in general the storyline of Matthew Stafford, former Lions quarterback, going back to Detroit in their first home playoff game in 30 years is an incredible storyline. Yes. Then you add to it. That their first time where they actually think they can go to Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford, the former quarterback, comes to beat you. I think it's incredible. Yeah, it's sick. It's a little sick, but that's a hell of a storyline. That's what makes sports great both ways. If Stafford's the one to do it to you, oh, oh, oh man, oh man, that's just like the coldest thing to happen to like a the franchise Chiefs that has already been cursed. The, the, the Chiefs Tyreek Hill thing is different. Number because one overall pick, they the, finally get a home playoff game, and he's the one to I, dash their hopes. Yeah, Damn. it's an incredible storyline. And the, and the Tyreek Hill thing is different. The Chiefs won a Super Bowl a year, oh, yeah. after, so it's it's way different. Like, yeah, Tyreek Hill would love to crush Chiefs fans' dreams as well, but it's different. The Chiefs just won a Super Bowl without him the year before. It's sure. not it's not the same. Yeah. I know Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl with the Rams, but he has a he's also plays quarterback. It's just different, right? Positional situation. I mean, the Pistons. You're the, you're, the, you're the quarterback that gets to go in and do it. It's not like oh, it's the offensive lineman returning. The Pistons are three and thirty-four. Uh, the the Detroit Tigers haven't won anything in my lifetime. It seems like. Um, when they got Michigan, they got Michigan for the first time they, in 26 years. They did. Years. I mean, that might, that might have saved the city of it's Detroit from, so from a sports I, perspective. It's not even so much like I want Detroit fans to suffer. It's that I just think it's an incredible storyline if he goes yeah. in and does it. It's amazing. That's all. I have you. I mean, I even I'm fascinated, by the way, by the Pistons. When someone's that bad, I'm like, who? I want to see more. Hold on. How are you this bad? They, what was it? They ended up. Was it 29 in a row or 30 in a row? They, then they yeah, finally they, won. They, they broke the December. Record. Yes. And now Cade Cunningham is hurt. I think that I, I didn't look it up. I was going to last night. I think the worst record, if I remember right, the worst record in the NBA is 10 and 72. I think that that is the Jeez. worst one. The best one, obviously, is the Warriors who went 73 and nine. Could a team go nine and 73? Uh, I mean, they're on pace. The Pistons they're so are so bad, man. 
Ever since they left the Palace of Auburn Hills, I mean, everything went downhill. You think that's the issue, the curse of the new building, whatever it's called? Look, I can't stand the Pistons because as, as a Pacers person, the the malice in the Palace, I mean, that that whole thing. The, yeah. It, yeah. Well, someone points out the Red Wings stink now. But for my childhood, yeah, true. For my, during my childhood, though, the Red Wings were awesome. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were like be the team yeah. in the NHL. And the Pistons won a title with, you know. Two of them, I think. Yeah. 03, 04. Yeah, that, that team was Prince great. Prince and that whole group. So, I mean, Chauncey Billups. Yeah. So it could be worse. Trash of the day. All right, let's get to this one. This has to do with food and beverage. Okay. So you know that come summertime at the pool, I don't mind a little seltzer occasionally. Alcoholic seltzer, to be exact. We sure. know White Claws are very popular, although there's a million other brands now. Yeah, they were so just I, the first one to get in so the mix. I was surprised. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Which, by the way, that, that was not their official tagline due to very serious legal well, yeah. reasons. So I was surprised when I saw that White Claw just a week ago launched what they, here, I'll just read what they call it. A radically new beverage for adults that tastes and feels like an alcoholic drink without the alcohol. White Claw 0% alcohol is a breakthrough that redefines drinking. Mm. Isn't this LaCroix? Don't we already have <laughs> don't we already have this? That's what I'm look, I got nothing against White Claw. They are very, very good. Um, but I'm confused by this. So now we just have all the alcohol companies making I mean, seltzers. For Initially like we were covering like, alcoholics? We were just going seltzer. Like I know we have NA beer, duh, I'm well aware. But what I'm saying is they took seltzers, which we've had forever, like LaCroix. And said, let's make alcoholic versions. By the way, genius idea. It's like a billion-dollar industry now. Smart. And now they're like, well, we're going to go backwards, and we're actually going to make the original version, but with our name. Now, maybe it works. Maybe people are just like, hey, it's White Claw. I'm a White Claw person. I don't know. But it's funny to me. We already have these. Maybe it's one of those, uh, like, you want to go to the bar, but you're like, look, I'm not trying to get, like, blasted tonight, but I also don't want to seem like I'm standing out as a person who isn't drinking. This says White Claw 0% alcohol arrives at a time when consumer drinking culture, once synonymous with drinking alcohol, yeah, that's how drinking culture works, has fundamentally changed. They claim that a new survey found that a majority of people who drink alcohol, 69% of Uh of those people, um, are in the Gen Z and millennial, the younger group, are interested in exploring a, quote, sober curious or, quote, sober. damp lifestyle. Well, that's a term, sober curious. But uh, consumers say the feelings of expectations and pressures from drinking from others or being judged for not drinking do this. So you're playing, what do you think? I'm going to, honest to God, I think I'd be less judged in my group of friends if I was just drinking a cranberry juice Someone brought this up. than it's a like... White Claw Zero. If I was just drinking a Coke, they're going to make fun of me less than if I'm drinking a White Claw Zero. If, <laughs> if you're worried about the friends peer pressuring you into drinking, and peer yeah. pressure does work, I yeah, get it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you're better off just drinking like a soda than the other. Some of the text lines like they give their kids an NA screwdriver all the time. Yeah, that'd be like Tropicana saying, you know what? We're going to do screwdrivers in a can now. And then some other company is like, you know what? Propel, which I drink a lot on the show. You know what? We're going to do a Propel charged and it's going to have alcohol in it. And then they're going to be like, you know what? We're Then some other companies like we're going to make flavored water without alcohol. Like, yeah, that already exists. It's just weird to me. Um, I don't know. Like, I think you just drink, like, yeah, like a LaCroix or bubbly or something or whatever. If you're drinking, it's fine. I don't care. I've got friends who don't drink. Don't drink. No, it's not about not drinking. It's just funny to me that White Claw was like, we're going to take this non-alcoholic thing and make it alcoholic. And now we're going to make the non-alcoholic one, too. (laughs) Like, seltzer already existed. That's why I'm saying it's different to me than, like, in a beer. I understand why in a beer. They got brand brand recognition, you know? They do. Um... What if they made a propel charge? That's what it's I a way to say yes to more drinking invitations and enjoy more adult beverages and get-togethers without the pressure to fit in. 
They're just saying, like, you're essentially hmm. just bearding this thing. Hmm. Like, you know what? How about you just pretend like you like drinking by drinking this not alcoholic drink, but then everybody else will think you're drinking. Yeah. Like, just put a koozie on people, a can of people something. People want flavorful, non-alcoholic drinks, but current options are sweet. No, there's a lot of... That's what it's. That's what they said. Is they yeah. were promoting electrolytes too. I think that was on the box. What wasn't electrolytes. it? Electrolytes. <laughs> don't drink. You can get Here electrolytes from white. So they have, uh, giving to your kids like soccer point. with their orange, like ten year olds, a soccer with their orange slices. Uh, drink your white claw zero. Get your electrolytes. Yeah, that's great. Huh? Yeah, zero percent, two grams of sugar, fifteen calories. Yeah, we're gonna see little kids now while walking around with white claws. Hmm. Pack it in their lunch boxes. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> no kidding. Feels like I would probably get a letter from the school if I did that. I think you would. So how about that Panera lemonade? Well, we have talked about that in the past. Multiple times. There's been updates to that since, too. I think there was another incident or something. But, um, mm-hmm. the and, Panera, they had to put it, and they put it behind the counter? It was like, Panera charged, right? right? They're not going to let you access yeah. it anymore? Panera charged or something? Uh-huh. And then they, then they put the nutritional facts, because they didn't have that initially when the, the lady had the heart attack or whatever, right? And that whole thing's a, that's still getting played out in court or something like that, or they'll settle. Yeah, they should probably just get rid of I the did, drink. I mean, at this point, I did see after that yeah. door blew off, they offered everyone fifteen hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, that ain't getting it done. Oh, the sir. flight. Yeah, that's it. Try for a bigger number. They yeah, offered fifteen hundred bucks. I was like, nah. And for nah, the person more. the other day when we were talking about, they're like, the door didn't blow off. It was the door plug. Correct, but also it's important to note that door plug weighed sixty six pounds. So we're not talking about the lid on your bottle of water that's plugging. Yeah. So it's sixty six pound door plug. So it might as well be it's a damn door part of fall, falling down. Or falling off the plane, but um, and the cockpit door did swing open. And that was someone was questioning that. That did happen on that flight. It's gonna take more than fifteen hundred dollars to make me go away. I'm just if if I'm in that situation, like just way more. What would your minimum be? Like ten ten grand? If I was I mean, in the what, back what you... of the plane, <laughs> you know, not super close to the door plug. Five? Yeah, no, I think I think five, at least five figures, at least ten. I think I got to get at least. So you're going to sue them for emotional distress because physically nothing happened to you. Correct. Correct. This is about emotional. I cannot fly because of this situation. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're already talking the flight attendants. uh, They're already offering like uh, counseling because think, I mean, that's a very, it is. I mean, we can from the outside of them. Imagine if you're in that spot, you think you're going to die. Yeah. Uh, And so there is a, like a serious uh, post-traumatic stress aspect to that. I would think so. You know, anyway, that's the trash of the day. Right here on Cody and Gold. All right, coming up next, we'll get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour and perception around Patrick Mahomes. It's really interesting because is it as bad as it has seemed? We'll, we'll dive into that deeper next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Our NFL playoff coverage on 610 brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. One o'clock today, we'll check in with Josh Klingler, who will be on the sideline. Oh, boy. Love to talk to him about his winter weather year. He'll I think he's got some uh, powered stuff. Oh, like the heated vest. Yep. All that kind of stuff. Heated vest, heated socks, all of it needed for Kling on Sunday or Saturday even, I'm sorry, out at Arrowhead Stadium. So, when you look at Patrick Mahomes and the year he's had, and when we were having the MVP conversations with Lamar, and, and this came up a little bit, but I think if you were to, even in Kansas City, but certainly outside of Kansas City, if you were to ask people, like, what do you think of Patrick Mahomes' year? And I think a lot of people say, yeah, it wasn't a good year at all. It was a bad year for Patrick Mahomes. And if you dive into some of the numbers, there's some areas where he actually was at his best, shockingly. And then there's others where he's not. And so do we think he actually played worse this year? I think the answer is still yes to that question, but I think more nuance is required. How much worse? Well, that, but I even mean, I think he was a worse quarterback this year. Yes. But when you say that, I think you have to acknowledge that the final, I would argue six to eight weeks of the season, eventually, you break down a little bit when not only were you dealing with the wide receiver issues, but then the offensive line in that Raiders game in particular really, really struggled and you were just pressing and you had your worst game of your career. So any season in which you have the worst game of your career probably puts you into a category of saying, Oh, it was his work. It was, you know, he, he had a bad year or whatever. His bad year though is so much different than how we talk about like, Oh, you know, Sam Darnold was bad in New York or, you know, he, he is graded on a difference because his numbers. It'd be like a really good a, year for Dak Prescott. Not his best uh, year. Dak but had a really good year. I said a really good year. Not, not his best. Season. Yeah. 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 Like his, his bad year is on a different level than everybody else. But I do think he had a worse year. Absolutely. I was trying to decide, like, did I think he actually played worse or just the numbers worse? Right. Because there's a difference between those two things. And you and I both know that. Obviously, it's his worst year from a yardage perspective and a touchdown perspective if you include the fact that he played 16 games versus he technically had less touchdowns and less yardage in the year in which he missed a couple of games. Um, But he would have surpassed both of those had it been a 16-game season. And um, they won the Super Bowl that year. The last time he had 26 passing touchdowns and this time 24. And his interception rate is the second highest of – or no, sorry, the highest – of his career as a starter, I think th- those are the things I can't ignore. It is definitely he has played worse. I thought at first I wanted to just heave it all on top of this. Now, I, I do think that there are extenuating circumstances. I do think that if I've done the math on this, if the team, just based on its average completion, if they just caught a quarter of the passes that they dropped, Patrick Holmes would end up at like 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns and a couple of less picks and we'd be having a very different conversation 
and his season would look a lot different where I still think he would have had a top five season out of all the quarterback play. And I think sometimes you got to put it in perspective. There are quarterbacks with more passing touchdowns. There are quarterbacks with more passing yards Tua led the league in yards. Dak led the league in touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes had seasons that were not way off of theirs. A little worse, but not way off of theirs for the weapons outside of this. In a lot of ways, I look at this as a compliment where I think Mahomes has made a lot out of nothing sometimes this year, but I also think he's just straight up played worse. Yeah, no, it was not as good of a season for him. He he did better than most quarterbacks would do in the exact same scenario, though, right? That that's I think that's what you, you're hinting at a little bit, where yes. you put 90% of other quarterbacks in the exact same offense this year and the exact same situations, and how much worse does that look? And it does, it obviously, would look way worse. How many other and quarterbacks do you think make the, but, win the division with Patrick Mahomes' weapons this year? Like, you switch them out. Every other quarterback, same, everything's the same. Yeah. Andy Reid, everything's the same. You AFC just straight West. up go swap for swap for quarterback. How many other quarterbacks in the NFL win the AFC West? Two? Yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs Maybe. are a nine-win football team. And so you're, you know, you're hoping for tiebreakers at that point, right? I mean, it's yeah, I, I think they would have been a nine-win football team. Which means they could have been up for the division because the rest yeah. of the division stunk. But obviously, hypothetically, in those cases, Denver or, you know, somebody got an extra win on you somewhere, right? Denver got an extra win on you or the Raiders got an extra win on you. I think it's probably like five, maybe five quarterbacks. Dak this year, Lamar. Like it's, but it's not many. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, not with these weapons, I wouldn't put it there. No. I feel like for some reason, I, I don't think he's played worse. And maybe that's just because of the the circumstances of the wide receiver drops and everything like that. Because I know they've done more dink and dunk, but he's got the highest completion percentage uh, he's ever had. And I think if you put the drops, I don't know how many drops they've had this year. I don't remember the number. But that number, 40 something. that number should be higher. He, he could legitimately be in the 70th, in like the 70 percentile, somewhere in there in completion. Yeah. And by and as a result, everything else goes up from there. Uh, I feel like he's been put in that situation, like, like you guys said, where he's forced to try to make something out of nothing, and that's where he throws the interceptions. Like, he's made some bad throws, but I feel like he hasn't necessarily gotten any worse it just looks like he has because well, of everything around yes yeah, so let me be clear when i say he had a worse I, I don't think any of us think that like oh my gosh he's become a worse quarterback and he's just gonna never recover i okay. don't know like no, no. Yeah. when i say he's having a bad the season the, itself the season itself is worse i don't think patrick mahomes is a worse quarterback there's a difference yeah. right you know what i mean like I, th- there's sure. a difference within that like he's I think, having a worse year he's equally he, as great yeah as he's like ever i mean been. he acknowledged a couple weeks ago i i think he has shown glimpses unfortunately back with the footwork stuff, right? And that that's when he sometimes is at his worst. But as far as, like, him as a quarterback, I I think this season is going to go down as one of his worst, um, which, again, if this is, as we said with the team as a whole, if this is as bad as it gets, <laughs> it is as bad as it gets what he did this year with those <laughs> weapons and the team winning 11 games and the AFC. If this is as bad as it gets, again, we are spoiled. Every once in a while, I, look, we can't just say everything's great every single week. All right, that's one that just does It's not reality. But also... Um, that's just not how it works when you talk about sports. But if we're actually, if we all step back for just a half second, just took a breath and understand where this team and franchise was like six years ago compared to where it is now. And the expectations have changed and all that we've all acknowledged as they should, but also just put things in perspective just for like a half second yeah, of where we're at. Like if I told you 10 years ago, the chiefs were the three seed and hosting a playoff game, we the city would be on fire and nuts, if, like in a positive way. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and here we're like, well, I just don't know. I just don't know about this team come playoff time. 
expectations. He, and to, they have changed as they should. Do you know what would happen? If you had four straight years like Patrick Mahomes had this season, like you were just another quarterback with a different name, your name's Smith, and you had four straight years of seasons like this, you know what happened at the end of those four years? They'd give you $400 million. <laughs> like, I'm Was not, Alex his first name? I'm not, I'm not even kidding. They would give you – he's better than that, but they would give you – they would give you that amount of money. Like Dak Prescott's season average over the course of his entire career, he's a 30-year-old quarterback, his season average is 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns and double-digit picks just like Mahomes just had. And he will probably this offseason get what? Hundreds of millions of get, dollars? He's going to get an average of 60 mil a year. Yeah. And I know everybody like loves to hate on Dak, but that's, that's what he's going to get this offseason. Like that's the text line. It's like the fact that Pat's worst season is better than most guys. Yeah. Reg, most guys' best seasons kind of says it sure. all, which is exactly how I feel about Pat. Again, going he is graded on different scale because if we're going to have conversations all the time and like, oh, he could end up as the greatest quarterback of all time, or he's better than Brady. More harsh. Well, then y- 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 these are the the scales that you have to judge them on. Which, and, by uh, the way, I'm happy to have those expectations thrust upon sure. your team because it comes with actual expectations to win. Nobody's going to complain about being the Dodgers and the expectations they have this year because, well. At least you have them. Better that than to have expectations, that's for sure. And Tyreek Hill coming back to Kansas City. Uh, I thought it was interesting when Mitch Holtis joined, uh, I think it was Carrington uh, earlier in the week. It was either, yeah, I think it was Carrington because I think Mitch goes on Fridays with, with, uh, with Bob and Josh. Yeah, he does. Fridays at 7.30 in the morning. And Mitch was talking about Tyreek Hill coming back. And he compared it to Neil Smith's return. And I, I thought this was interesting. I think probably more so just because – the Chiefs won a Super Bowl with Tyreek, but not as much because they won a Super Bowl without him. Neil Smith won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. That took a lot for me to get over that. First of all, to see him, and he was on the show the other night, remember? He was on the Kingdom show, and he was fabulous. He was outstanding. And I didn't bring it up, didn't talk about it, because it wasn't pertinent at the time, because we had so many things going on in the urgent. But Neil won a Super Bowl. It would be like Tyreek won a Super Bowl with the Dolphins. Instead, we won one without him. So there's going to be – it kind of cancels it out. Yeah, it'll be big and emotional, but uh, you you catch my drift. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. And so uh, he's going to be coming in, obviously. like Yeah, yeah. you guys won a Super Bowl without me? Watch this. Yeah, coming in hot. And – what did Tua do last night? Targeting three of the first four plays. So that was Mitch Holtz with CDOT on Monday. And I think it makes a good point. There is a difference, right? Imagine how Chiefs fans would be if, if last year the Dolphins with Tyree Kill in their first year, if the Dolphins, Cody, would have got and won a Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. We would have been sick to our stomachs. Sick and pissed off and all that. And it said it's the flip. If you're Tyree Kill, you're like, man, they won a Super Bowl without me. Like, yeah, I, he's the one who's never say it publicly. But naturally, like, of course, that should, that should bug Tyree Kill. Dude, That's a natural thing. So when, I, when, I agree with that. When you're that talented, you know that you walk out the door and you're like, they're letting go of me. They're never going to be the same again. And I get it because we've watched this offense this year really struggle. I'm not going to forget the fact that in the first year in Tyree Kill's absence, they picked up Juju Smith-Schuster for like $10 million bucks and rode him to a Super Bowl title. And they were like, nah, we're good. Nice seeing you, Tyreek. We're going to keep winning championships because we still have the things that matter. Look, for all the time that we spent um, is like sports fandom arguing Belichick versus Brady and which was which, the conversation was never Tyreek versus Mahomes or Tyreek. Right. Like, 
he always was going to matter less than those two guys. I still in think that. Building. I still think that was part of the equation. I do think that was with part the of the trade. I mean, he's kind of and he's below Kelsey too. He's basically kind of said. I mean, some of his comments made it seem like he was extremely jealous, jealous of Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He knew he was never going to be more than the quarterback. But I think the relationship that Patrick and Kelsey had, and Kelsey had with the city, and it's only grown stronger, grown stronger since Travis or uh, Tyreek has left. That was something I think Tyreek always knew. He was, there was no chance he was ever going to be at that level with this city, with his quarterback, the same relationship that Kelsey has. And I still think that was one of the things other than just the obvious money that also prompted Tyreek to want to get out of Kansas city. Yeah. It's a weird situation. I don't know who's returned. God, is it like Neil's? Because he didn't go to the like you went to the enemy. Yeah, but but as not just left, he went to the Broncos. Yeah, as Mitch said though, and he, and he won a Super Bowl with that team in Denver. It's it's and you, that stings it, that, worse. That's what Mitch was saying. It's like you your guy left, went to a division rival, and won a ring with them, and then came then you know and then came back to play. You're like that's you're you're sick to your stomach. You're upset if you're the the city and the team. In this case, it's the one player. Is that, that the is, single biggest like? Tough, like tough leave in Kansas City sports history. Like, what's the other comparison? George Brett didn't leave the Royals to go win with someone else. He won it here and then he retired here. Yeah, thank goodness. Like, if George Brett played they, in 2010, it'd be a different story. Yeah, we um, talked about Stafford with Goff or whatever earlier, yeah. and it's not like I mean, at this point, the Chiefs never had a quarterback who could like Gannon. Gannon left and it's a smaller and won, scale, but yeah, won that's an a good MVP. One. That smaller scale, but yeah, that that was definitely one. Now that one, I think a lot of people were like, weren't even mad at Gannon. That was more of a mad at choosing over Gannon. Yeah, that was like that's yeah. your like. I think that was more like you idiots. Like, what were you doing? Why why did you choose Gerback over uh, Rich Gannon? Someone said Beltron was tough too, but like for the entire time that Bel- like I I had a hard time letting Beltron go because he was a player I really liked growing up. But Joe Buck back in that trade at that time, who the Royals were is that I, even I, a young fan, knew that they were just a farm system for the rest of baseball, okay? I mean, like, lots of good, like, Damon and Beltran, like, die. Do you know how many good Royals players left this organization and had success somewhere else? At that point, I was at, like, number 40. Yeah, I think baseball's Lifetime just different. Lifetime Royals I, I, different. I, like, I think baseball's yeah. different. I don't think you, you especially nowadays, you'll never have that same, like, just the, the dynamics. Of, that's why I meant when you, when you brought up Brad, I'm like, yeah, if George Brett played in 2010, he wouldn't have finished his career in Kansas no. City. Just the, I mean, that's why we like talk Bryce about. Harper, he didn't you know, somewhere Sal, else. That's why we, you and I have had the conversation. Like Salvador Perez might be one of the last guys that spends his whole, you know, if he even does that, uh, spends his whole career in, in Kansas City. It's just not how that stuff works anymore in baseball. No, it's not. And, and really, even in the NFL, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers didn't finish up in Green Bay. Tom Brady didn't finish up in New England. I mean, hopefully, we all hope that Mahomes finishes in Kansas City. The NFL might be the one league where that actually happens. Which for, one? The NFL is probably the league where that happens you're for most, the long. For, for you're, you're more likely. Right. Hockey, I, I don't know much about <laughs> player movement in terms of hockey, so I want to know. But the NBA most certainly is not on that well, list. Of the NBA is the worst for that. Yeah, it is the worst. Yeah, all of a sudden you wake up one morning, you're like, you know what? I don't like my coach anymore. Trade me. That's got to do that was Kobe, I think, and, and uh, Tim Duncan really to stay with their yeah, team the whole probably, way. Those are probably the last Dirk. two good examples. Yeah, Dirk. Yeah, yeah. Dirk. Giannis is currently on a run. He will we'll see. He is. And we'll finish there. We'll, we'll see somewhere else eventually. They Just brought in Dame is. to help help smooth that over. Although they're not, Bucks aren't playing great right now. But anyway. Yeah. We've mentioned the NBA twice in this show today. Are, are we all watching more NBA together? <laughs> I know no, Drew's probably watching more because the, the Pacers and Halliburton are just aware of the storylines, I think, is what it is, right? And 
you know, if you bet, you know, put a little buck money on some some games. All of a sudden, you pay attention to the NBA. It is a horrible year to bet the NBA. There have been so many blowouts. It is. Well, it depends on which side you're on, right? The, the amount of times yeah. that I have been one leg away, oh. and it's the third quarter, and a guy is two points away, and then they bench him <laughs> because they're getting blown out or they're blowing somebody out is terrible. All right, so who on the roster right now? I'll ask you this question since we were talking about legacy stuff yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Chiefs, and we mentioned uh, Hall of Fate, like Ring of Honor stuff for Tyree Kill. Other than Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, because those are locks, is there a single member on this roster right now who's a lifetime chief? As in, this is the only team cool. he ever plays with. No. Who's the most likely? Creed Humphrey? I think sometimes centers like Jason Kelsey, right? Sometimes centers can just like be here forever. Creed is, Creed? is probably the only answer to that. I would have said, you know, I would I would have said, now he didn't start his career in Kansas City, so I don't know if you count this anymore, Cody. Um, Butker's interesting. And he's kind of interesting one. Kicker, huh? But he, yeah. I mean, I, it probably counts because he was just Another a practice squad that would Panther. Be, I think the only answer is professional I, career I, is a I, chief. I think the only answer to end their career in but Kansas Bolton? No is, chance. Is, He'll play for Yeah, yeah, just the linebacker position. Butker and, and Creed Humphrey probably are the only two. Those Creed's a good answer for that. And that's still a question, but I understand your logic. And the one thing with kickers is like if for some reason you slip up for even you could be the best kicker in the league for five consecutive yeah, years. Someone says Tommy if you Townsend. Have one I don't, bad no, year, I, they eventually bring in some other kicker to like compete with you in a training camp. I disagree with the Tommy Townsend answer because I don't believe they're gonna they want Tommy Townsend, even this offseason, might require highest paid punter in the league money. Maybe they do it this time, but they're not gonna I don't think they're gonna do that long term. Again, when you have a roster and you're paying your quarterback, you, you can't have like the highest paid kicker, the highest paid punter on top of the highest paid quarterback on top of, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to cut anywhere, that could be an error, but we'll see. I'm not telling you Tommy Townsend's on the team next year, but it just long-term, I don't think they're going to continue to have the highest paid punter, nor should they. Huge oversight by uh, someone mentioning James Winchester. <laughs> He's not going to play for anyone else, that's is he? That's true. That's true. He's played his entire professional career with that's the Kansas true. City Chiefs from 2015 when he was 26 years old. He's now 34 years old. I mean, James Winchester's never playing for another team, is he? I, well, I, you know I, I haven't. This show should... I haven't caught up and stayed up to date. I should say with the long snapping market <laughs> uh, across the NFL. He got a contract extension. When was it? Last two years ago. Again, I, I sure two years ago. Sure, I. I think you're correct, Cody. I have no idea, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure. The longest tenured long snapper in the NFL, I don't know. Maybe Those it's are the him. positions now. Long snapper, uh, offensive line, and quarterback. And that's the best chance you have of staying um, with the same team. All right, so he signed a new. Who was the long snapper for the commanders that got cut? Tough che- what was his name? Cheese something, remember? Guys, Cheeseman. James Winchester is on the final year of his oh, deal. Oh, no. Oh, no. He is a. Oh, man. We've talked we a lot about the pending free agents for the Chiefs. We have not yet mentioned Cameron one Cheeseman. James, <laughs> one James Winchester. He is making uh, $1.3 million this year. That's expensive for, for a him. long snapper. Good for him. And, uh, but he's, he's an unrestricted free agent. Unless you think they're going to tag him. What's the tag cost? for? <laughs> it's just the it's average salary of the long snapper. It's probably about that number, 1.3. I was going to say Sneed, but then again, corners, as soon, like he would be done and he'd be 36 years old and he would find a team like Patrick Peterson that would want him. His next contract is going to take him to 31. Yeah. He'll be with like yeah. two, three other teams after yeah. that. Like, it can't be a skill. Like, it almost can't be. It can be an elite-level wide receiver if they're just, like, your guy and you decide to stick with them forever. Chiefs didn't even do that with Tyreek. Um, and, like, in most cases, you would think, like, a tight end like Travis Kelsey and even Tony Gonzalez didn't finish his career with the Chiefs, you know? Yeah. Tony Gonzalez at the time was the best tight end in NFL yeah. history, and even he didn't finish with the Chiefs. It's just such a rare thing in football versus – it's a rare thing in all sports. It's probably a little more common in football because a lot of quarterbacks can do it. A lot of quarterbacks can play front to back in their career because nobody lets them go. 
That's true. I wasn't planning on getting into this conversation. No, it's kind of interesting, though. Someone said Jamal Charles hurt. Seeing DJ, Derek Johnson, it's seeing him at the end in that Raiders jersey, that, didn't, that just didn't look right. Something yeah. about that just looked funky. Yes. Well, that's how it's going to be for Belichick, wherever he coaches. Not saying Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, and we're going to be like, uh, uh, Atlanta Commanders head coach. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah. Commanders head coach Bill Belichick. I'm like, what? He's going to be wearing a, a Commanders hoodie cut yeah. off? Seeing a different color hoodie. other than navy blue? It's going to be bizarre. How much stuff would you have to toss out of your wardrobe if you're Bill Belichick? I mean, you keep a few things, obviously. Think but, about but, his drawers, but, though. It's got to be yeah. 70, 80% of his wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do they just give you, like, a... a like? Well, you five grand in the team store. How's this work? Well, wasn't there a story a couple years ago of I don't know if it was a college coach or NFL coach that someone got a coach that had just been fired and went to like the Goodwill in town and they got a bunch of nice. I, I, there is a story I got to look it up during okay. the break. It, it, it it's some, somewhat recently where a, a coach got fired and all of a sudden that, they found out it was that coach's gear that was at the Goodwill <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was something like that. All right. Coming up next, we'll get you an update on who is not practicing. For the Chiefs today, Pete Sweeney giving us an update on that. We'll also get right back into the future of these AFC contenders from a cap standpoint next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 